Hey, you guys want to start a podcast? <laughs> yeah. Eh. All right, let's start a podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Golden Gods and Goddesses. This is Rome Ham and Wild Cards. Brayden here hanging out with Adam. Hey, what's up, everyone? And Donnie. What is up, y'all? I introduced you guys properly this time. Thank you. Are you proud of me? Yeah, it broke me last week. <laughs> it broke my brain last week. I was like, what is going on? I looked at Donnie. I was like, are you me? Is this who's who? No one said I didn't any- listen to the last episode yet, so I don't know what you edited out, but... I'm afraid. Are you on drugs this time? No. Ow. <laughs> what? What? You, what are you, you talking about? You can't about? put a man on the spot like that. <laughs> What? No, no drugs. This is a drug-free uh, facility. Obviously, we were in new. We were in a new environment last week. Yeah, I got we yelled were. at with my car. I was uh, right touche, touche. Yeah, we got into a fight with my neighbor last week when we were recording. I, you guys don't need to hear this. Welcome no, to the okay. podcast. We're talking about it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, my name's Braden. We got Adam and Donnie. Like I just your said, your favorite jabronis here to talk. Yes, we're Jabronis Talking. This is Jabroni Talk number 12. Normally here on the podcast, we are uh, doing episode reviews where we go episode by episode talking about uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and we're creating the list of lists, which is every episode by the end of this podcast, every episode of Sunny ranked on one list. Uh, But getting ahead of ourselves, like I said, this is Jabroni Talk number 12. And while you're listening to us, go ahead and head on over to Twitter and Instagram and follow us at Always Sunny Pod. That is at Always Sunny Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can find more talk about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, more memes, all that good stuff. And uh, I haven't plugged this in a while, our Always Sunny Pod. We have a subreddit. Uh, Feel free to post on there. Uh, We got the list of lists posted on our subreddit. That's our Always Sunny Pod. That's our subreddit. Uh, The list of lists and all our social media, including all the links to listen to us, can be found at solo.to slash rumham. You can also find the new Rumham and Wildcards merch store. We got some t-shirts up there. And uh, I am having a hell of a time getting literally anything else posted up there. So this is the last time we're using Teespring for any merchandise. Uh, That is an anti-endorsement. But if you want to go support us and uh, get a Reason Will Prevail t-shirt at our merch store, uh, go to solo.to slash rumham and uh, click on that link. All the profits for our shirts are going to go to St. Baldrick's. We're not really trying to make money on this merch run. We're just seeing how many... Some of us are uh, trying to make money, but we're not making money this time. Uh, we just want to see how many of you guys are interested in uh, merch from us. So we're going to go ahead and just donate whatever profits we get from this merch run to the St. Baldrick's Foundation. They do some really amazing stuff uh, fighting childhood cancer. They focus specifically on childhood cancer and... Um, they're really great. I've, I've been working with them for a long time. I, I like them. So uh, use golden pod code uh, golden pod for 15% off at checkout. That's code golden pod. One word. All right. Uh, all that at solo.to slash rum ham. Wildcard crew listener of the episode going out to Ellie Banner listening to us and uh, blam creations on Instagram. This person does, uh, you know, like cross stitch, like needlepoint, like the cutesy uh, associated with old people. I'll say <laughs> it, but you know, there's a younger generation getting into it. Uh, anyways, uh, they do sunny, sunny themed cross stitch and it's, oh, it's cool. great stuff like Flipadelphia and can you buy stuff? I was about to say, do they sell it? I think so, but I, I don't know. Let me check here real quick. I'm going to we'll try check and it buy out. something. We'll, 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 I'll buy a little something, something. Well, we'll shout do. out to Ellie too. We love you. I think you're all right. <laughs> um, yeah, 
on Etsy. Of course, that that would make sense. Yeah, be able to purchase and not just doing sure. it for your own Unless health. they really love collecting it all. Yeah, them. so check out Blam Creations. Maybe maybe get yourself a nice cross stitch and then uh, head over to our merch store. Get yourself a nice T-shirt and uh, use Golden Pod for fifteen percent off. Wonderful. Can we get into this now, guys? Yeah, let's go. We. I am so excited for this episode. I've been wanting to do this literally since we started doing this podcast because. Uh, each of the characters of Sonny, uh, each of these amazing actors have such different backstories, how they got to the show. So today we are talking about what the actors, the main gang in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, what were they doing before they made their break? What were they doing uh, basically before 2005, 2006? Mm-hmm. So uh, today we're talking about Dan DeVito, of course, Charlie Day, uh, Rob, Caitlin, and Glenn. Uh, and we're going to go into all their histories. So um, let me ask you guys, do you want to start it out with the actor with the most bodacious career? Or do we want to start it out with the guy who created It's Always Sunny? Oh, uh, I say let's start out with um, the big bodacious career first. We'll, we'll get started out. Personally, I, what do you think? The I'm four okay foot with whatever. 10. I am. Uh, I'm gonna be a Debbie Donner real quick. I'm far less excited for this than I thought I was gonna be <laughs> than for a uh, an episode review. Yeah, we'll get into why. Obviously, I don't want to spoil the entire episode, but okay, just just a spoiler. I'm far less excited for this than I am for an, an episode review. I'm epi- I'm excited for so, all so episode reviews. I'll let you reviews. guys lead this one, but uh, I have I have some comments later for sure. Okay, well that's all why right. you're here. Yeah, <laughs> well, let's get into for. it. Let's talk about the four foot ten behemoth. The uh. New Barna- Jersey native. The New Jersey native, the Barnacle himself, Danny Barnacle. DeVito. Yeah, extensive career. An extensive career. If you don't know who Danny DeVito is, you are living under a rock. There is uh, a plethora of, of films and TV shows to uh, watch Danny DeVito on. He's been relevant for decades, consistently. Since uh, yes. the 70s. His, uh, since so, 1968. Oh, yeah. This cool. is my first point of why I'm far less excited for this. Well, I've emphasized this many times. I don't watch other things. So, like, <laughs> I haven't seen any of these things that these other people are in. I've never seen Danny DeVito in anything besides. You've never seen Space Jam. You never oh, okay, seen see Space Jam, but I honestly Space I forgot Jam, he was in that. He did, he's done a like, lot of what voices. Role is he he's in? the villain. He's like the, the monster. He runs villain. more on Mountain. Okay. Uh, he was. He was if also. He voiced it, the Lorax, like, mm-hmm. and not only did he voice the Lorax, but, but he that learned. Was, point being, that was way after. Being, he, he learned multiple languages. Point yeah. being, redid the movie, re-recorded it multiple. But times. But that was way after he was in It's Always Sunny. Point being, yeah, yeah, they brought him onto Always Sunny because he was the big star. Yeah, I know him and recognize him in other stuff because he's in Always Sunny. Yeah. So so. So if I, I, gone if back I ask you what's Danny your DeVito if I ask you what's your favorite Danny DeVito role, I read that question and this I mean, is it, my answer. I don't know. You just don't know. I don't watch him. At, I, I would probably say the Lorax. I love the Lorax, and I I didn't realize it was even him voicing it until he I really he speaks for the trees. Yeah, so maybe the Lorax, but that doesn't really speak to his acting skills, and that kind of is like a low shot to him, even though it's not meant to be, but. He's a really good actor. He was I just the, haven't seen a lot of stuff he's in. It's there's probably at least a handful of people yelling at their headphones or their car radio right I now. I hope someone broke their... Uh, their yelling the whatever. penguin. How have we yeah. not mentioned the penguin yet? Yeah. And I'm going to get to that. The penguin's Once one again. of my favorites. But my favorite Danny DeVito role is in the film Big Fish. Hmm. Uh I, um, Tim Burton film. Oh. Uh, yeah. He plays a circus ringleader named Amos Calloway, who is also a werewolf. And they just get the most glorious shot of his ass breathing in that movie. <laughs> and he like, I'm, 
I'm not really going to give away what happens in the movie, but he's hysterical in the movie. Highly recommend watching Big Fish. Mm. Uh, Donnie, you can't, obviously, because we're all under contract to only watch Sonny yes. for the next I mean, decade. it sounds like yes. you guys break that contract every other fucking day. Well, I'm the only we're one. We're working off memory. It is research, <laughs> <Yeah>. sir. <laughs> it's part. It's for the show. You ever seen the, uh, the movie Twins? No. With, with no. Schwarzenegger. Oh, do not oh, yeah. watch. Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. I, I've, Come I've on. seen the trailers. I, I, I get saw the it in the YouTube video you sent me. That's how I heard of that movie <laughs> from an hour and a half ago. The point is, <laughs> is, is, otherwise I never would have heard of that. There's that. an extensive and insane history of Danny DeVito films. Taxi, Taxi will, will, uh, yeah. That's uh, did one. You watch movie the that Taxi clip with the great I Andy Kaufman. I've never seen Taxi. To me, and once again, like I like Danny DeVito now because I know Danny DeVito. But that clip did not make me laugh at all. That was boring as fuck. It's a different kind of humor. It's it a is. slower it's, but I do 70s like slow, sitcom. dry humor. And I like a lot of 70s Caddyshack. Like a, a lot of those shows I really love or movies, whatever. But like that scene specifically was not funny to me. Well, you also Maybe have, I to, have to understand the entire scheme and the characters a little more and whatever. But it, it's it's a slower it's a slower humor, but it's also different writers. If we're getting into like 70s yeah. media mm-hmm. at that point or yeah, 70s media, if we're getting into that, it's different writers uh, than you'd get on Caddyshack. That's Doug Kenny, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote that. I see. And once again, I wouldn't know the difference That's a good between movie. that, but... What was that movie? That, um, oh, a National uh, Lampoon, like... A uh, few towns. Oh, so like Jester. National Lampoon. National Lampoon? Yeah, I've only seen... That's I think, all... Like, that's him, too. That's Caddyshack, and... Oh, oh that's what you're talking about. So and that Vacation. Yeah, Vacation, yeah. yeah National Lampoon. National Lampoon, Vacation, yeah. yeah. But he, he didn't do Taxi, did he? No, he didn't no, that's, do that. That, that, that was the point he was making. Is like, yeah, it makes sense. All those movies from that era I liked are written by the same guy. You know, there was a different genre of seventies humor that it was James I L. Brooks. Maybe wasn't for me. I don't know. I didn't know. Like, what a, other seventy movies would you compare Taxi to? Because I haven't seen. Uh, it's like, it is it like a, an it airplane show? Esque? No, it's a, it was a it's a show. Oh, was I was thought it was a show. movie. Oh, okay, that's why. <laughs> I love you guys. Um, <laughs> I don't watch. Uh, cheers. Shit. Cheers would probably be the, the okay. closest. And thing. I haven't seen that at all. I don't know. It's a good show. And not it. just because of Ray Perlman, but um, don't know. married to Danny DeVito. Married to Danny DeVito. Until oh, okay. See, I saw that in the YouTube video. And they did Matilda together. Another. He, he wrote and produced that. He wrote, he? produced it, directed it. He he's he was a saint. Everyone knows that he like uh, took the film to uh, the girl's dying mother, and uh, we all know the story at this point. It gets shared around yeah. he was, uh, how great of a guy Danny DeVito is. But was, I didn't know how insane his growing up was. What happened? Yeah, that was sad. You didn't watch that He video. grew up in New Jersey, and Adam, that you know sad. what a shithole New that Jersey is. is. No, <laughs> South Jersey. He grew up in South Jersey, which is definitely South a anything. South of anything, anything, with the exception of Las Vegas, North Las Vegas is is the south of anything. Well, we're in South Nevada, and it's and it's pretty decent over here. I like it here. We're Southern Nevada. We're in Arpa. Southern, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he left home at fourteen. His mom was like forty when she had him, but his dad was an alcoholic, and uh, she like put him in a boarding school. Like they got out in New Jersey. Like, yeah, he where, had an insane childhood. Apparently, where is he from in New Jersey? Asbury or, or Neptune? <laughs> You're the asking short. the wrong fucking questions, what? bro. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. Man, I wish I wasn't the only one with a laptop right now. Yeah. If only you had some there's sort a, of device that allows you to There's a desktop Neptune. right there. Neptune. Neptune. I knew oh, it. I threw out of my way to find answers to your questions when you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Do your research. I literally said, hey, guys, How about this? find out how about stuff this? about the guys how about from this, Sunny. How about this? How about I knew that he was from Neptune. I just wanted to ask, see, and make conversation. Yeah. I knew Write better notes next time. God dang it. Why do I got to roast you every episode? <laughs> I didn't well, write any notes. I come in uh, with everything in my head. 
Yeah, and that went so well last yeah. time. <laughs> Aced uh, it last time. That went time. So, la- so well last episode when I asked you Do guys we, to are just Are we saving blooper clips us. still that you've been cutting out? I have. Okay. I have. I don't know what Did I'm going to use. you save that before. one? I can. Okay. Yeah, I think I have it, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's move on to Charlie Day. Wait, wait, wait real quick. Have Sorry. you guys ever seen the movie Mars Attacks yes, by Tim Burton? There's another That's one great of my Tim Burton one that he's in. One of my favorite Tim Burton movies of all time. I don't like Tim I Burton at all. I it and I thought it was actually. a bit, It was more boring than I remember as a child, watching it as a child. But I think that's just because I was so... It's a parody movie. Ve- I know, living in Las Vegas, though, I was like, they're, they're coming anywhere. They're yeah. coming here, man. Well, you know, they actually filmed the demolition of that hotel, yeah. and, and they put it in the movie. That's cool. Okay. Now can we move on to Let's Charles move on. Day? Let's move on to Charles Day. Yeah. Charlie Day uh, is... he. <laughs> how, do, how do we describe uh, Charlie's career before he got to Sunny? Charles Peckham Day. Let's is get that his middle name? That is his middle name. Nice. I, got, I got the middle names going here. Peckham? Uh, Peckham, Peckham. I don't know. I don't think I'm pronouncing that. No, like P E C H A M. That's right. Peckham. I assume Peckham. it would be like Dun Dunham. Peckham. Dunham. No, Peckham. Uh, he mostly did theater work. Uh, Charlie was working at IFC doing voiceover work before Sonny took off. Uh, but the most interesting thing I found about Charlie Day's career is that he starred in a sitcom uh, called Luis about Luis Guzman running a donut shop. <laughs> Who? And this, oh, Luis Guzman. Luis Guzman. <laughs> I love, yeah, well, he's I know great. what's hilarious about that. The only reason I know who that is is because Community. Community. Yeah, community. Hey, I thought you don't watch. watch. Yeah, you don't one watch anything few, other than Sunny. One of the few other shows I've actually watched. Good Come show. on. It's a good uh, show, too. So, uh, this show was so bad. Uh, critics called it a, quote, melting pot of cringe-inducing ethnic cliches, end quote. Uh, it was canned after five episodes, even though they produced ten. There were 10 created. And they didn't even release it. They, they didn't release it. It wasn't even worth it. Say, hey, so let's give it a shot. Let's see. Maybe we miraculously make a comeback. They were like, cut it the fuck they, out. There's unreleased, there's unreleased Louise episodes out there. There's not even released. Oh. That's how hard it is oh. to find anything about this show. It, there's uh, evidence that it exists. There's uh, Everyone's favorite fact is that it was the first show cut in the 1998 fall lineup on TV nice. um, and that it had 10 episodes made, but only five aired there. Are, there's no clips. There's no screenshots. This lost media. Yeah. Lost media. That's how bad it was. The Luis Guzman show. They just there's, canned it. There's gotta be like some universe out there where there's, where every canceled show was just on TV. And that I just like wanted a star. channel only of shows like yeah, that. Yeah. No, I don't. That's a choice. Does knowing who I, or no. anything about Luis Guzman have anything to do with the show not doing well? I don't know. And Was like, he like a think, writer for it? Yeah, like, I mean, I assume so. It's like a it's Seinfeld type situation. Yeah. Uh, but he, thinking about it, he's probably one of my favorite comedy actors. He's been in a lot of... You ever seen fa- Waiting? Yeah, and, and even in movies I like don't even like like, if he shows up... I enjoy his character nine times out of ten. He's fun. Yeah, he's good. I like him too. So yeah. I, I was like, I was scratching my head, like trying to find anything. You couldn't find a clip. I, I don't an, know. I'll search ad, again real quick. Like a commercial. They it, probably made sure it didn't go like, out. No they clip. probably used their powers. To Normally just, on IMDb, it's like watch it here or try and watch it here, but nothing. There's no clip of like Luis Guzman and Charlie Day standing back to back with their arms crossed, smiling at the camera, being like, tune in to Louise at 6 p.m. or something. Uh, no. Nothing. No promos. 
the biggest it's gone i'm i'm literally cool do you not have access to the internet they, or what i just heard of this thing <laughs> Well, hey, I also shared my notes with you and asked you once again to prepare for this. I'm very prepared. I watched all the videos. Is it opposite day? If you're prepared, I'm the Queen of England. So the only review I can find on IMDb uh, is from this entertainyourbrain.com, this, this website. They give it, on a scale of one to five TVs, they gave it half a TV. Holy shit. And just the biggest gripe from everyone seemed to be that He's just not a supporting man, which is unfortunate because now that I'm thinking about it, he's always, it's always like a five to 10 minute bit and he doesn't get that much screen time. I don't know. I, I feel bad, but Charlie Day was in it and therefore I, I, I need to find this, but, uh, Good alas, luck. no avail. He was also, Charlie Day was also on Reno 911 right before uh, they started doing Sunny. him and, uh, the waitress. Does he play an okay role in that? Or was that like clip you sent like? It was just a majority a, of what he was in the show. That was it. That was yeah. They just, play. That was a majority. He just of plays it. a brother and sister in trailer love. park trash, and they they were brother and sister. Yeah, yeah. and they always oh, get into yeah. a they always get into a domestic. That's why they were trying to break him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured when that when they were trying to break him up, that's when I was like, oh, 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 oh okay. Because mm-hmm. at first I was just like, who cares if they're together? I was like, they can't care about the relationship that much. And then I was just like, oh man, <laughs> I was like, there's got to be more to this. I mean, it's yeah. it's, it's hilarious. But um, I've never once again I've never seen Reno nine one one. It's it's really good. I I haven't watched it you know on like a sunny level, but I've yeah. watched episodes here and there. Kind of like Trailer Park Boys, where I haven't disliked an episode. That, that I've is seen actually yet. one of the few shows I actually watch. I've never seen that show. We're just bringing up all the ones that you just happen to only watch. I've never Three seen shows. Always Sunny, Community, and Trailer Park Boys. False football. That's not a show. I don't know. That's, not, that's a it's live on the event. television. That's a live event. I don't know. It's a live event. There's baseball. There's baseball is referred to as the show. Okay, that was so. a good point. But <laughs> I was about to say baseball. How is that different than football? But you're right. The video game is referred to as the show. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about Rob McElhenney. What was let's Rob do McElhenney it. doing uh, before he created It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? The show creator. He was. Breaking legs, his his own legs. His on legs ER. were broken. He was yes on ER. He was, his, he was trying not to smoke cigarettes. Yes, as we've talked about previously <laughs> on the podcast, he thinks and doesn't smoke. It's good for him. I appreciate as that. as he walks through his high school parking lot, as someone badgers him about why he doesn't smoke anymore. Yeah, uh, obviously. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say, obviously wasn't a lot of screen time on either. But I thought he was like eh or whatever on Law and Order. Like I said, like he didn't. Really he looks talk like much, twelve. But like, he didn't. Yeah, he that does look young, club. but like that's in the eighties. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. I don't he think he didn't really look like he like was playing like the. He wasn't oh, doing yeah, a great. Shot this dude and Bob like he wasn't like playing that he type of role that despondent. well. I don't know. He looked yeah. like a man coming. Either to way, terms. I, would I don't, say that I don't think he his, delivered his lines as best as he. Right for his acting skills, I would say that that was okay. But I think in ER, I would say that he was pretty good. I liked him. We saw we saw his neck open up with a tracheotomy. That was kind of crazy to see. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the problem, though. And at that point, I get squeamish with that kind of crap. So Same. it got, say, it got I, me I, there. I was kind of not watching other than, like, his acting when it that was, part like, was fine. The beginning, watched, no, the beginning, I couldn't stop laughing. The knee part, I couldn't stand. When oh, I saw the oh. knee pop back into place, I did not like that. Oh, see, I, I turned off my volume and looked away when they were doing that scene. But like, I don't do ER shows. No, but no, at the no. beginning of this clip, I was laughing my ass off. one, asshole. Yeah. He was in it. I know, but... But, um... It was rough to watch. He's just... I'm sorry, Rob McElhenney, on the off chance you're listening to this. Prove me wrong, feel free, but I just can't see him doing serious. 
anymore. Like mm. I, I laughed too hard at that <laughs> ER clip. Of course, until they started relocating his knee. I is think that, he was doing fine. I think it, he was. I, I bought it. Yeah, I thought he was great. I was going to say, is that because of his acting skills or is that just because you know? No, he was fine. He was good. Right. You're just saying because you've known it's always sunny and now you can't watch him in another show. That's That's how I am with with Dennis. That's how I am with Glenn Howerton. I I cannot, I only can see like Dennis whenever I see Glenn Howerton. Bro, you ever read his Instagram comments? No. He can't, he will never get a, he is wild on Instagram. He writes some really funny stuff. Oh, actually, I was talking about Twitter regardless. But anyway, same shit. But people like comment like, you know, AP Bio's doing great and stuff, and I don't want to get into Glenn Howard and just yet. Yeah, we'll we'll do that here later. But it, he'll never, none of them will ever break away from this show. And I don't think they want to. Caitlin Olsen could, because she, she's good in other shows. No. I like her in Curb. I like anything she ever posts mix. about. Anything that isn't Sunny yeah. that these guys are ever posting about, people just bring it right back to Sunny. Charlie Day broke Mif- out. Yeah, no, I, you're not understanding what I'm saying. You're not. He's not saying if that they, they could. They do. They yeah. do it. Yeah. But when no. Caitlin Olsen posts on Instagram, hey, watch me in the mic, someone yeah. in the comments is saying, shut up, bird. Yeah, I get that. That's how they can't break away. They, they can do whatever the hell they want. It's like when you go to Comic-Con and they just want you to do your one character all the time. I, I get it. Say the line, Bart. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, sorry. Another show that I watched, the fourth one, Entourage, that exact scenario happens type show. Oh, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Anyways, how so? Um, when oh, Bob Saget, uh, everyone expect yeah. There's a bu- there's many examples in that show, but when Johnny, on. I mean Johnny embraces it, so like it's a little different. But when he goes yeah. to the festival and like he, they want him to like do the lines and do the Viking yeah. Quest lines, and do the victory, yeah, victory. Like get, yeah, it's get different because he's attached yeah. to it. But like yeah, like if he does anything else, like he's known as the Viking Quest yeah. guy for the most. That was like part. his plot in that yeah. show was to break away from that character, right? Mm. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you can do it. Sometimes you can't. You get you get people like Jim Carrey that show you they can really do both sides of the coin. I hate Jim Carrey. Hate I Jim hate you now. That's <laughs> fucked hate? up. That's I don't hate him. Up. Hate. I don't hate him. I just never loved his movies as much as everyone f- loved them. I, you know, this you is got, where, you got, I like you, his more serious movies more I, than I like his comedic movies. I'm, which I, used is, be, yeah, I used to be strange. exactly I know. what you just did, but it sounds like... The LeBron, the Tom Brady, the whatever. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. I hate this guy because so many people no, like him. No, no, no. I, I just was never a big fan of his like, comedic movies. I was more, I, I liked more of his like Spotless Mind, whatever that movie was, or um, uh, The Truman Show. Like, I, I liked uh, the, I mean, the more I cerebral, the show, cerebral yeah. Jim Carrey We could Carrey probably stuff. do a two-hour deep dive on The Truman Show. Oh, and we, yeah. we won't right now, but if you guys want to hear that for some reason... Let us know, I guess. <laughs> but um, yeah, Rob McElhenney was also in a movie in 2003 with Joseph Gordon-Levitt Whoa. called Latter Days. As oh, in okay. uh, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Were they Mormon missionaries? So this movie's about a relationship between a closeted Mormon and uh, his, his LDS compadres that, that they all move into a house uh, next to uh, gay guys. And then they uh, he ends up you know, realizing uh, that he's closeted and, uh, yeah, you know, movie this, and this is conflict. This when is you definitely said- one of these that I didn't, it was weird to just watch a clip of this movie. Like, you need to watch the whole movie to, to really understand what was going on. Like, to watch, like, the five minutes of this clip, I was just like, what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah, like, I'm sorry, weird. guys. We didn't when, watch a full movie. When you were describing this. the plot, you said he's a closeted Mormon. And I, and I was like, does this guy not know he's a Mormon? <laughs> <laughs> Mom, Dad, 
Yes. <laughs> dad. The way you Dad. Phrased. I'm Mormon. <gasps> dad. Mom. 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 <laughs> Other dad. Oh <laughs> no! I see what you're doing there. Uh, polygamy. This episode brought to you by polygamy. Why have just one? <laughs> I've never. What, what did that movie get? Did it get any good ratings? Uh, I don't think it was panned. Because Joseph oh, no. Gordon-Levy, he's a good actor. He, he can hold up a movie. I don't know, in 2003. He could read the dictionary, and I'd, I'd probably be entertained. But uh, 46% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7, in a, 7 out of 10 on IMDb. Not bad. Those are not bad scores. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I mean, I've terrible. heard of that movie. I never knew, obviously, Rob was in it. Like, I wouldn't, I've never, whatever, but. Hmm. I'm pretty sure it is a decent, okay movie. I've heard people talk about it and said they like it, whatever, but. You know, I don't like. Know anything about it. Seeing Rob McElhinney young, it is it is striking to see, but it's even more like amazing to see him. Like, wow, that guy is gonna grow up to be like a really fat guy. <laughs> like, like, how is that kid gonna put on so much weight? And then he's gonna grow into a really ripped guy. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys see him in that Imagine Dragons video? No, I didn't see any Imagine Dragons video. I, don't uh, I went to is. go watch it on mute, and then I realized I was basically just staring at uh, the front man of Imagine Dragons and Rob McElhenney shirtless, and so really? I was like, I need to have some sound. It makes it a little less awkward for me. <laughs> but um, He was in the music video? Yeah, I, cool. I hate myself for voluntarily listening to an Imagine Dragons song. That's fine. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I, I like did their... it for the sake of the podcast. Thank you. We appreciate that. <laughs> I was just sitting there. I was like, I like their first album, get, but like, even even looking back on it, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I look back on it now, I'm like, oh, I know better. That's one of those things where you look back on it and you're like, oh, wow, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was there was a second in high school where we were kind of like trying to be music critics. Have I been trying to be a critic my whole life? Uh, but we were trying to like run this music blog, and I distinctly remember we gave the whatever Imagine Dragons album was coming out at the time, we just, I gave it a zero out of ten. We gave it, like, just pan the crap out of it. And I don't know if I love panning them because they're from Las Vegas, like me, but, uh, you, yeah. You can work for Pitchfork one day. Oh, Jesus. With that rating. I don't hate myself enough. Yeah, so, <clears throat> who are we talking about, Rob? We're gonna, we're gonna, we were talking about Rob, but we're, we got two more are actors we here that we're gonna okay. talk about uh, after this break. Are we done? No, 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 no. Don't talk uh, about Rob. Oh, like, is there anything else? Sir, there is so much more to go. When we come back after this break, we were talking about Caitlin Olsen and Glenn Howard, and we're talking about Dee and Dennis. What were they up to before they became the gang? And uh, you know where this is going. We've hyped it up. We're, we're talking about that 80s show here after the break. So don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show, Golden Gods and Goddesses. Brayden, Donnie, and Adam talking around the table today about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, of course, but we're talking about specifically what the gang was up to before they became the gang. Uh, the acting careers of the main characters of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, and up next, we're talking about Caitlin Olsen. Uh, Caitlin Olsen and Glenn Howden is who we're uh, going to dive into so let's start out with caitlin ladies first uh she's one of the few cast members in it's always sunny in philadelphia that uh didn't get sucked into a doomed show basically before she found it's always sunny uh 
obviously Danny DeVito did more than all right, but Charlie got sucked into a really weird show. Rob was just kind of cutting his teeth on smaller roles, but uh, and Glenn, we'll get into in a second. He got sucked into a, a black hole, a real mm-hmm. doozy that uh, we'll talk about here in a second. But Caitlin, uh, she toured with her improv group, and she had a lot of, uh, I'll say minor, but sometimes reoccurring roles on a lot of hit shows. Yeah, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, the Drew Carey show. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a role in Coyote Ugly. They referenced that in season one of Sunny. That was That's a show? I thought that was a that movie. That was a movie. Okay, yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, she know. was also in movies, obviously. Yeah. But uh, the one that people like to talk about the most was, was Coyote Ugly. Oh, yeah. I, I love seeing her in Curb Your Enthusiasm. I, whenever I see her pop up. She know, is hilarious in, in uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Good she, role. She plays uh, the sister of uh, Cheryl Hines' character. And if you haven't seen Curb Your Enthusiasm, she is very good in it. And she's in the earlier season, too. She's, yeah. re, she's recurring. And they wrote her into the newer plots as well. Mm-hmm. And obviously, that's a great investment on their part. And you can see oh, yeah. how Larry, Dave, uh, Larry David can uh, scope out talent. Oh, yeah. Because well, now it's it's amazing that she's doing the reoccurring because she's huge from Sunny and obviously the the Mick and whatnot as well. But Caitlin really uh, has, I think, out of all of them, not that any of them have started careers off of the not started careers off of this. She could have had, I think, some of the best uh, results out of joining Sunny in her career. She's one of the few that has been nominated for an award. Granted, it was for a Quibi show, and we all know how that service ended. But, uh, you know, no one else really has been nominated for awards. It's Caitlin. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, even in It's Always Sunny, I think we see that she kind of plays every role at some point. I don't think everyone does that. And I think she does that in every character she plays. Like, she has her personality, but, like, she can play the crazy. She can play the, oh, innocent, loving, whatever. Like, she plays a little bit of every single type of role always. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, don't know, I just think that shows, and especially that, or uh, not that eighty so especially in uh, Curb, because I didn't watch Curb really, so I didn't even know she was in it. Mm-hmm. That's one show that I'm now probably going to start watching. I'm going to have to add it to the list of shows I do watch. It, it's, it's very funny. sunny. It seems it's, pretty fucking funny. It's very sunny. Yeah, but well, it, because it's like sunny, sunny if everyone was terrible. Well, because Sunny is yeah. like you know very Seinfeld esque, and obviously Seinfeld is created by it Larry all David. comes together. It's all a circle. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you, Donnie. I think Caitlin Wilson. I think she's one of the better like actors in of the gang. Like because you see it in other roles and like. You believe it? You're like, wow, that's not D. Well, that's why that's um, another character. That's why Rob said he wanted to start dating her because he figured she's the funniest. Uh, she's the funniest woman he's ever seen in, in Hollywood, is what he said. I think the quote was, "I'm not going to pull it up because I'm too lazy for that." But is it bad that we're seeing this pattern of Rob dating the lead uh, actresses in his his works? Can we cancel Rob who, McElhenney? Who did he do that? He, he was dating the D. Before Caitlyn was D. Oh. And then they broke up and she wasn't part of it anymore. And then D joined. Ooh. And then season two, they started dating. Yeah, he only wants... He only... He- Sounds fishy to me. Sounds like someone's exerting his power as showrunner. <laughs> Obviously, Caitlyn's trapped in that relationship. There's a heavy layer of sarcasm going on or right he's now. Just you can't chas- hear it. He's just chasing the fame or the potential. He's just, I want to be... No. What? No, I, I was, I was just, I was trying to take a darker route that yeah. you know some people 
imply that, uh, you know, showrunners, like, you know, unfortunately what Dan Harmon admitted to what he was like there. I don't want to bring that up. I don't want to. He apologized for that. Yeah, I don't want to put a cloud over it. Even she was everything better. A simple sorry fixes. No, even it all. She, even she was hey, like, "Don't don't look at me, you David Dobrik watching." <laughs> this is I I haven't watched him since, and he stopped making. Well, content, he hasn't put so. out anything since. There you go. Anyways, uh, wow, we really put a dark cloud over this conversation. And I also haven't tried to defend him for making an apology video and saying, "Oh, everything's better now." Well, no, even There's really like, no context until this very second that we've had for. Well, that. not I, I. don't know. I don't. Right, fuck it. We're talking about Dan Harmon. I, if I remember correctly, like like he apologized, and even she was like, "That was a class. Like the that was a classy apology." Yeah, yeah. We I all know, know how it turned out. It was fine. The point is that Kaylin Olson, Kaylin Olson's fine, the best actor uh, on on Sunday. I think Changed she my is. opinion. I think I, I, I like like I know the make I know the make happened during while she was already on It's Always Sunny, but that's a good show. Like she's great actress. She she can do other roles. The make is phenomenal. Yeah, uh, but is she basically playing the same character? I'm gonna take this a, step a little bit because but I don't agree that she necessarily well. D is just playing the best actor. I think if you're saying the best as in can she do the most roles? Can she have the most options? The most possibilities? Can she be the most? I can't even come up with the word I was trying to delay. While diverse. I it. The most diverse. There you go. Thank you. Um, but I think Charlie is the best actor at his role and what he does. Like when he goes into that crazy, that lunatic, that like all that, like to him, like to me, like that's my favorite actor moment, like actor role or like that comes out in that show. And I think he does that the best. And like, even like horrible bosses, I don't want to get too much into it. Cause that was during always sunny, obviously. But I mean, if we're going off of their, uh, ability to um I don't, I don't i don't know how to word this but if we're going off of their like how grandiose their their performance is we got to talk about glenn howard in them because for sure just you know obviously the one everyone brings up i'm untethered and my rage knows no bounds there is a bounty of clips that aren't even like a tenth of that and he's still so uh able to sell this character that yeah. in any other context w- is undesirable. I, once I once again, I agree with you, but I personally don't. The only other show that I've really watched that has Glenn Howard in it was AP Bio, and I liked it and it was funny, but like I could care less if it goes on. I did. Like to me, I would love to see Charlie in so many other things, like Horrible Bosses. I loved. He's not in that many other things, but like I love his character so much that like every anything else I've seen him in, I've actually really enjoyed. Like Horrible Bosses and Horrible Bosses too. I know it's not like the biggest sample size, but like two full movies. I loved him. He's my favorite character in that whole movie. Mm-hmm. So and like, the Pacific Rim series, he's done all right for himself. He got fans from that too. There's yeah. people who watch him exclusively for the Pacific Rim movies. I didn't, I've never even heard of that or seen that. So I'll have to watch that. Giant also, robots. But, it's, it's, yeah. Eh. Wasn't he a cartoon character too? Recently? Uh, I think so. I don't know. Well, if you did the research and like, you know, figured <laughs> out what was, what he was in before <laughs> this, like I, like I asked you guys to not before during, during the whole point was before. Oh, yeah, you yeah, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't. Before know. we were recording, you were like, "Can I?" I was like, "Can I talk about Lost and Rob?" You're like, "No, that was during that was during the gang." And now you're on the podcast roasting me for talking about that. Well, you can I suck my giant cock <laughs> any day of the week. Ooh, I like this. When you say the giant Adam, cock, you're talking about roosters, correct? No, my giant penis. Oh, oh, oh. Adam strikes back. Yeah, I don't really strike back because uh, you know, fuck you, people. No, but I, I don't know. We the can, gang broke Adam. <laughs> I guess the point was to focus on before, but uh, it has kind of turned into this conversation of what have they turned their sunny careers into? 
Um, let's look up Charlie Day roles then. But uh, or no, 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 no. Because if we're going off diversity of the best actor, I mean, Danny DeVito. About, He's one, done once serious. Once again, you'd and, have to say Danny DeVito, but I haven't seen him in anything else, so I don't know. I, I can't I make cannot. that argument. I don't want to believe that. I believe it, but I don't want to. You gotta yeah, see. I haven't. You gotta oh. see like. Um, I mean, I don't care. But oh my god, uh, he was the, he was the rocket ship guy in like uh, the Lego Movie. Uh, yes. Yeah, Charlie Day did a voice in the Lego the Lego, uh, movie. Lego Movie. Watch it. It's good. Watch it. It is way darker than you can. I'm imagine. gonna start keeping a list of how many times people tell me to watch it, watch it, watch it, and it's like seventy thousand <laughs> hours of movies. I have so much better shit to do with my fucking life than just sit around and watch movies. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, guys you guys sit around and now. watch Sunny. Like literally every day, there's like people are like watch this movie, watch that movie. If I watch every movie people tell me to watch, I wouldn't do anything else in my life. Well, you should have watched way back when. Dude, have you when tried I was doing heroin? Other stuff with my life? No. Dude, you have to try heroin, dude. I mean. We've been there. But. That's an old college humor video. Oh, okay. They're like going on like, oh, you have to watch Breaking Bad. He's like, you guys have to try heroin. <laughs> He's like, it's great. It overtakes your life. And then it ruins your relationships. And they're like, We're talking about TV shows. But basically, to some extent, yeah. And he also got a voice in Monsters University. That yes. I'm now I have seen that's Monsters it. University. Yes. I have seen that. That's what I was talking about. I have yeah. seen That came out in 2013. That. I don't want to be that no. guy, but what? That came out last year. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about it. No, Pretty sure I, that came out like two years ago. The only reason Fuck. I knew it came out in 2013 is because how perfect. Like, obviously, when Monsters Inc. came out, they were trying to like gear it towards the people that watched Monsters Inc. as a kid that were then going to college. But like, that was literally the year I graduated high school and was going to college. So, the like, amount, they aimed it at me perfectly. Is the that's point what I they had. did. Yeah. The amount but of I'm saying, but for way. other people, is it was like a couple years, three years, a little years off. Don't fucking shrug it off like I'm not important. Fuck. <laughs> 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 Pixar plans and and writes their stuff very very meticulously to uh, have it be released right. at the exact right time. But you know what wasn't released at the exact right time? That '80s show. <laughs> I don't think you can release it. At starring the right time. Glenn Howerton, uh, which is what Glenn was doing right before Sonny uh, got picked up. Um, it was created by the same people of that '70s show and uh, a lot of the same writers. Uh, but what I noticed after looking at the the uh, list of episodes, uh, the director and writers from that 70s show appeared to have just bailed after the pilot episode. <laughs> they they had. Do you uh, have any? Was the episode you sent me? Do you know which ones they were at all? Or I sent the you Valentine's guys, Day one is the one I watched. No, that wasn't. Uh, yeah, we watched. I sent you guys episode two. I unfortunately they only, they only did thirteen episodes, and oh, okay. I unfortunately watched eleven of them. Uh, oh, I God. hate myself. I hate myself. I hate myself. Because you wanted to watch all 13. <laughs> you didn't get the chance. I get that. Uh, it was it was a chore getting through the first two episodes. I sent you guys episode yeah. two for a reason. You it, sent it, me, it culminates. You sent us two episodes, and I was I was mad enough. I know. I didn't watch the I can't believe you one. watched not, both of those. I did not click I watched the one. one. Yeah, I did not click the second That's why one. I told you guys. I'm like, if you, I, if you watch the first one, like, you know, good. But like, I skimmed the first one. There were two genuine laughs. I couldn't even I watch had. it entirely. And it was from I the sailor. I couldn't get into it. Yeah, right. Donnie didn't like it at all. Okay, so let's talk about why why this show specifically was so terrible instead of you guys just first, what shit on can it. I just, can I say something nice about it first? Fine. Yeah, let's be nice for a second. I liked the name of the store, Permanent Record. I get it. Every independent podcast recording <laughs> studio and every major I, studio has one studio named Permanent Record. I know. No, no. I figured that was like the most cliche generic thing. But I still was like, I would for sure name my record store that if I was in the 80s. So I get it. And, and you know, no no 
shooting no <laughs> shots at anyone that owns a record store or, or studio called Permanent Record, but oh my god, like it's it's pretty on the nose, pretty cliche. No, I'm saying it's as lazy as the rest of the, this jokes in this show. This all this show is is hey. Remember the 80s? The first 30 seconds the are two businessmen going, oh, is my nose bleeding? Remember cocaine? The 80s were crazy. And then someone saying, oh, I'm yeah. on a mobile telephone. Not a pay phone, a mobile telephone. There's there, The joke is is the existence of the 80s. Yeah, they write yeah. no, no jokes. It is the joke. It is a joke in the 80s. Let's be real. So what I was going to say first was... I didn't watch that 70 show that much. The few episodes I saw were funny. I know a lot of people really did love it. Growing up, like people were like obsessed with that show. Like that was one of the oh, I'm obsessed with the show type things. What? So they had they had a real opportunity, I think, to come back with a nostalgic that's 80s show. What was the actual time difference of them like waiting and bringing That 70 this show back? came out in 1998, ended in 2002, 2003. Okay. And they immediately pushed Oh yeah, this. because if it was two thousand two, yeah, there was they they immediately. Sunny, so so like, that's I was gonna say. I feel like they were already working on it because the last season of that seventies show was already was so tanking. damn lazy. So they were like, let's move on. So yeah, it was it was lazy. So um, they basically got this idea sold. But I I watched an excellent video on this, and before I get into my points, I need to uh, give credit to this person because all my uh, points basically came from Yahara Zaid. On, on YouTube, I'm going to link, link her in the show notes, um, link them in the show notes. Uh, excellent, excellent video on specifically why that 80s show was terrible. But um, they literally wrote off the success of that 70s show and said, all right, we're going to do a That's 80s show. They were so dedicated to us. It was the same night, same time spot, same writers, same producers, same everything. And we all know the actors weren't like super terrible with a couple of exceptions that I'll get into here in a second. But um, the whole point is, Donnie, you're talk you said that there were people around you that were praising that 70s show. What age were the people that were saying they were watching it? What age range would you say? I think they were probably all in like high school or in college because it was like when not I was alive in during the, or going to high school. Not alive during the 70s. No. Were any of us alive during the 70s? No. None of us were alive during the 80s either. That 70s show is a great show that happens to take place in the 70s. But it's a universal show, I feel. Yeah, because like, I was watching swap that. their clothes out, basically, and, and this video that I will link in the show notes says this. You could swap their clothes out, put it in the 2000s, and mm -hmm. the 9 out of 10 jokes will hold up. Mm -hmm. That 80s show is yeah, literally yeah. just... Just the 80s. There's, there's no jokes. Yeah, it's like a market... It's a grab bag of... Yeah. Of plot and jokes and like cliche. And then you have the laugh track that is overused. See, I like that. And then it tells me why I at least know when to laugh then. I like the laugh track. Yeah. You know, it tells me, uh, you know, when, when to applaud. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not smart enough to know yeah. when I'm being told a joke. And that's yeah. the other thing too. They'll do like a, a transition to a different scene and they'll just open a scene and the laugh track will be going. Yeah. Also like the character, like the characters kind of made no sense. They would deliver lines and then they would make they'd deliver another line in the next scene, completely contradicting their characters' motivations. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. It's because There's the no char pacing. The characters are so one dimensional. Uh, one of the things that uh, one of the main characters Tuesday, the the punk girl, literally says in the beginning, she goes, "I'm punk. Deal yeah. with it." And and they just left it at that. By the way, what was this whole this whole? You know, like. 
I, I've seen That's a video. Cool. I've seen a video where they talk about how, for some reason, like all shows in the '80s and '90s had this weird tradition where they killed off or they got rid of the mother in the show. There was no mother, or you know, a lot oh of shows God. were like that. And it's like they're like, how can we make that '80s show different from that '70s show? Let's, it's like we'll have it, it was a, a a son, a daughter. Um, and then dad, but they just got rid of the mom. And we're going to turn Red Foreman into a sad divorced dad y- yeah. that can't keep it really? in his pants. Yeah. Okay. Is, so I hated, I just, I hate all the characters. The actors are yeah. good, but I just, I hated it. I didn't think I'd hate Glenn Howard. And, he wasn't very but good. I'm crying right now. He didn't do a good enough job, I feel, or a good enough performance <laughs> in this. Like, he was kind of. They, I, I I don't know who to blame. I blame the writers, honestly, I think, because because the characters are so one-dimensional. The jokes just aren't there. I can't blame the actors. Let's blame Fox. I blame, I blame Fox for trying <laughs> to push, uh, basically trying to make a miracle happen twice. Like, we all know mm-hmm. that that 70s show was brought together through, like, haphazardous means of Mila Kunis, like, lying about her age to get on the show and stuff like that, like... It could have failed. The show could have failed. There was a British version of that 70s show that failed. Really? Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you just get these things like Sunny or that 70s show where you can try to replicate it, but sometimes things need to go so wrong for something to turn out. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Like, that's a bad spinoff. That's a good example of a bad spinoff. Like, Cheers and Frasier, good examples. That 70s show, that 80s show, bad example. Bad spinoff. You well, just can't imagine, like- imagine if Frasier, if if they spun Frasier off from Cheers and all the jokes were Seattle. Yeah. Like <laughs> Rain? Like, oh, coffee. It, it sure is wet out there. <laughs> I'm sure glad I got my coffee to get me through this traffic yeah. to get to the Space Needle. Yeah, you go from beer to coffee. It's like it wouldn't that's, work. That's what that 80s show is. Is like, is like cocaine, music reference, cell phone. Well, because I also it's like uh, like <laughs> there's a million of reasons why that '70s show is much better than that '80s show, but like you know, I guess the theme of that '70s show was weed, and the theme of that '80s show I guess is cocaine. It's like well, one is more like relatable and more I get to like the general public, and and I, that '70s show know. did uh, did kind of what Malcolm in the Middle does now, where if you watched it as a kid, it's it's funny for one reason, but if you watch it as an adult, it's funny for a completely different reason. Like the mm-hmm. first time I realized that they're sitting in a circle smoking pot. Yeah. I, you can rewatch the entire show and it has a new meaning mm-hmm. after you turn, you know, 12, 13, whenever yeah. you start learning about that crap. Holy shit. I it's young. I don't know. All right. I don't know. You dare. <clears throat> yeah, Ta- I Talk guess. to my dare officer about it. Dare introduced me to drugs. Thanks. It did. Yeah, seriously. I'm like, <laughs> I swear, like they brought in like they. Sh- it just piqued my interest. Yeah, it piqued my interest. I'd be and lying I was like, if I said it piqued my interest. Yeah. I, they really made it seem like people were going to be offering us drugs left, right, and center. I was expecting it. I would go to. I would walk to school with a twenty in my pocket every day. No, <laughs> oh, no. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, the apathetic diabetic lady, <laughs> Adam. Um. The most insufferable out of all of these, if you guys listening decide to go watch an episode of this, and uh, I don't recommend you do, do uh, it. Roger is the most insufferable. Anyone who refers to themselves in the third person, uh, just, it's a no for me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a no for me. Uh, Roger is the most insufferable. I kind of liked uh, Glenn Howard's character's uh, ex, Corey's ex, uh, Sophia, 
the uh, bisexual ex-girlfriend of Corey, uh, who I'm convinced way. is probably coked out. Uh, but by the fourth episode, I was I was just sick of her too. But um, like I said, just nothing redeeming. It became harder and harder to get through this. Uh, um, speaking of, I don't remember her name, the one, the girl you just mentioned. But didn't she also play Carmen in It's Always Sunny? Pretty sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's uh, Carmen. And and shout out to uh, our eagle-eyed wildcard crew members that were uh, commenting on our posts there, pointing out that there was more than one. Sunny cast member in this show. Yeah, uh, Carmen. You want to know what I learned from that 80s, that 80s show? What? That uh, Aaron Carter's I Want Candy is not his, like, original song. Really? Yeah, I've oh. never known. Like, really? I heard that song when I was, like, a kid, and I was like, oh, Aaron Carter's I Want Candy. Yeah. Like, that's the only reason I, that's, like, that's one I heard I've that. heard it from. I heard it playing, and I was like, and that's, I was, like, not the, that's not that's the That's what I said, what? so I was like, I have to look it up, because it probably wasn't his original song. So who was song. it? Uh, it was the strange something, and then someone else did another remix in the eighties of it. Because it originally came out in the sixties. You're telling me Aaron Carter like word word. isn't the lyrical genius that we all thought I he was? Not no. Is this you, is this the news concert. you're telling me right now? That was my first concert. My childhood next, is like. Next, you're gonna tell me "Beautiful Soul" is a cover, <laughs> or was that Justin McCartney? Oh, I think that was Ooh, McCartney. It was uh, McCartney. Are they related? And I'm Paul mad McCartney? That I'm that no, they're no, not related. No, it was, no, it was Jesse. And I'm mad <laughs> that I'm that confident that I know that. Could you imagine if Paul McCartney's kids were Jesse and Aaron McCartney? The it's point not. is, is that it's only a matter of time before we hear that '90s show. Oh, that was Freaks and Geeks. <laughs> Freaks and Geeks took place in the oh, 80s. That was Freaks 80s. and Geeks yeah. is the real that's '80s show. That's, yes, and and has the same amount of episodes. Yeah. Actually, I think less. And got eons more work done in those episodes because Judd Apatow is a freaking god. He's a a titan of like, a titan of. Uh, a four film. foot ten tight. He's not four foot ten. No, I just no, wanted no. to bring that Dan DeVito joke yeah. back. Uh, but yeah, reading the YouTube comments on the episodes of That's 80s Show was interesting because while I thought it kind of grew on me and then became a chore to watch, um, people just think it, it. I think it just grew on people because the first couple episodes are all like, "LOL, this sucks." Someone said, "I only like this if I think of it as Dennis's backstory." Yeah. Um, I think the laugh track is broken. It kept going off when nothing funny was happening. <laughs> uh, my favorite one: "This cured me of my '80s nostalgia." <laughs> was it Rob? Uh, Rob McElhenney? Uh, I don't know. Who it is. Uh, and then uh, the last one I found was, "I'm gonna watch every episode." And it's gonna hurt. Yeah. And well, so that was my attitude. I went in with it. It is charming. It's a bit endearing in some way. Like I, I kind of wanted to watch another episode, but I didn't because I it was time sensitive. But it's like there was something to it that makes me want to. All right, I want to see where this goes. Yeah. I want to see how. Also, and the a train lot wreck. of people must have felt that because you get to like the ninth, tenth episode, and you have comments like. This show had potential. Someone make another that '80s show. Mm. Uh, and someone else said, uh, "Still better than the eighth season of that '70s show," which is a fair comment. Yeah, fair comment. Uh, and then uh, I swear, if I meet the suit that canceled this show, I will punch him in the face. Whoa! Someone feels that strong no. about that '80s show that they are willing to assault another mean, human being. Do they mean because that that was the same person who put it on in the first place? <laughs> Or Jack S had okayed it. Yeah. Um, You should have done this weeks ago. And then another fair comment. This show got canceled, but Seth MacFarlane could do the same show three times. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fair comment. But at least Seth MacFarlane tried to keep it funny, and you can find some sort of silver lining. I was about to say, American you tell the same good. joke over and over again, it's still funny, but at least you're telling a fucking joke. At least you're telling a joke and not just referencing (laughs) the 
Cause dude, I'm telling you, I, I literally watched like the first eight minutes nonstop, and I was like, I started skipping. And I almost texted you like, "Is it okay if I skip a little bit? Like, am I missing anything?" Like, it was that painful to watch. I almost wanted to stop. The it only wasn't funny. Maybe I need to yeah. watch the first episode, get into the show, give it a little nope. bit more. But like, I, I'm just gonna spoil it for you. Yeah, it doesn't work. The only character I liked was the Navy guy. I liked him. He had a few good one liners. The girl seemed like she had potential, yeah. but I didn't watch enough once again to. But it just, but then it just comes back to by the, by the fifth, sixth, seventh episode, I I hated everyone. Well, by the time I got to the third quarter of episodes, yeah. I even <laughs> the people I was like, oh, you know, they got some good one liners. It just became Fuck insufferable. <laughs> I'm glad for me for one. I'm glad that all of these shows that, you know, uh, like Charlie and. Dennis and Glenn Howerton were. I'm glad they were canceled because if they weren't, we wouldn't have. It's always sunny, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. It's those bombings that are important too. Like, yeah, that's what we were saying. Well, you know, dropping the life lessons, learn from your mistakes. No, I wasn't individual. saying that. You know, fuck your mistakes. I don't Reason care. will prevail. Be, be homeless for all I care. I, I don't give a shit. But um, we wouldn't have it's always sunny if it wasn't for the failure of that '80s show or the failure of eighth season of that '70s show. Mm-hmm. By proxy. By proxy. Yeah. I like. I like that. I like that little jaunt you went on there. I want. I feel like we should have put the national anthem behind it. Yeah, the like, one time the sound effects you want could have came in handy. We need. We need explosion sound effects. We need wacky like corkscrew sound effects. We need all the. No kidding. All You're the, basically describing all the, the DJ. humor of that <laughs> yeah. show. Like, hey guys, we're on a podcast. Whoa. We need. We need Pauly Shore sound effects. Stat. Oh God. We need uh, wacky dance moves. Immediately. But that's a great point you, you make, Adam. It's like the it's like how that seventies show and it's always sunny and these these historical shows come to be. A lot of things have to go wrong for it to turn out so right. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's one of the things that Charlie Day brings up. Uh, he did a commencement speech a few years ago now. Oh yeah. Where he talks about uh, just kind of going off on a uh, on a limb, basically, like uh, you know, he he had lined up uh, another sitcom. I think it was called Life on a Stick or something, and that would have been another failure that we would have been talking about right now. And he would have, pardon the reference, missed the boat yeah. uh, on <laughs> on It's Always Sunny. He mm-hmm. would have missed the boat with the gang. Mm-hmm. Damn, how did they all meet again? The film school, right? Acting school. Uh, I, I think or the original guys different for yeah. different for uh, all of them. I don't I don't have those backstories. They all met at one place at the same exact time. <laughs> that would have been a the great end. note to research yeah. out of that. <laughs> I'll give it to you, Brady. The end. Uh, I should have done it. Uh, and 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 we end the day as friends, guys. It's okay to be mean to your friends a little bit, but only if you apologize. I'm sorry for roasting you so hard okay. this episode, Adam. You can take it. So, it's fine. Yeah, you know you dished it out. Yeah, you dished it out like the dish of the day. This episode, oh, yeah. apologize for nothing. Speaking I of, I love right. it. Don't apologize for crap. Speaking no of which, <laughs> where's the dish of the day? We haven't. He's I not don't here know. Today. We haven't. We haven't heard from him in a minute. I thought. I thought, I thought it was we were your, fasting. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was your turn to take him out of the fridge. Uh oh. Uh oh. So maybe we'll have the dish of the day back on next week's episode. You never know with it. No promises, guys. But uh, thank you so much for making it so far in this episode. Thank you so much for listening. You guys are awesome. Uh, be sure to follow us at Always Sunny Pod. Go to solo.to slash rumham. 
to check out the list of lists. See what we think of uh, Sunny so far. We're knee deep in season three, getting ready to start season four. So go see what our uh, list of lists looks like uh, at solo.to slash rumham. Hit the merch store, code GoldenPod for 15% off. Giving those profits to St. Baldrick's. And uh, that's about it, you guys. We'll catch you next week for an episode review. The gang gets whacked. Part one. Let's do it. I love it. Rumham and Wild Cards is produced, directed, and edited by me, Braden Plegenkuhl. Donnie Crunkleton is our associate producer. This episode was written and hosted by Braden Plegenkuhl, Donnie Crunkleton, Adam Rothbord, 